Hugh Hefner, a true American icon, created an empire that was unrivaled. Although some of his bunnies may have gone rogue, it's because of the love and respect that we received from the man behind it all. The Rogue Bunny's mission is simple. 100 playmates taking control of their valuable IP while honoring Hef's iconic Playboy style and bringing that experience to our collectors. Like only we know how. Because after all, we did learn from the best. Relive the stories from the most prominent celebrity home in history. From those of us that lived it. The employees that worked it. And the guests who loved it. And the the mayhem continues. And we are back part two with Andy Schwab. And he just surprises. We now have Marston Hefner. Dude, welcome. Marston. You're awesome. Welcome to Rogue Bunny's Mayhem. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I don't think the viewers know how deep we all go here. Oh, like well, we grew, up, we grew up, or I grew up with you guys. Yeah, I was just uh, saying that I always feel like I'm like, I'm kind of like your like big uncle, you know, I mean, I've known you since I think you were like four, either four and a half or five years old. Well, to see. Yeah, I, I, I think that, you know how the, the USSR had the Iron Curtain? Well, there was the Iron Brian Olay as kids. <laughs> <laughs> we would get up to no good, and uh, you would, oh my gosh, you would bring down the, oh, the well. hammer. Yeah, and, uh, uh, <laughs> it was part of the job, man. <laughs> it was, and um, and you know what? Look how close we are now. Exactly. But, oh my gosh, that, that was so funny. That was like a, a Tom and Jerry, you know, we were like, throwing oranges at each other and and you'd be chasing after us and <laughs> yep you'd be getting grounded and then we do it all over again do the whole the whole episode another episode next time i was trying to tell people what it was like for me and we always talk about how the mansion was a family you know and you boys i i mean you know i love you to death I truly do. I love you to death. And I have always said, I'll be here for, you know, as long as I'm alive, I'm here for you, man. But to see you guys grow up as little kids and, you know, you're just like any other kid, except you get to have these awesome grounds where you can have like these really cool war battles, you know, and I yeah. get phone calls of like, oh my gosh, they just wrecked the game house because they had a gumball. They got into the gumball machine and they're having gumball wars or, you know, you guys are setting up things throughout the property and then, and then watching you guys grow up and you get you guys used to make movies and you'd make all these games and congratulations you are a dad yeah wow that's amazing wow how much sleep are you getting these days (laughs) you're big daddy now i'm not getting a lot of sleep guys i gotta be honest no no we've all been there (laughs) but uh but i just wanted to say you, you were talking about how we hacked the gumball remember how we the gumballs weren't supposed to come <laughs> yes. out. And oh, we yeah. found a way to get the gumballs out of the gumball machine oh, yeah. and then we'd throw them at each other. And then it's so funny that you guys like put a lock <laughs> and you screwed, you screwed the gumball machine so that we couldn't open it. We had to look. I literally had this this special <laughs> screwdriver in a coffee cup by my desk that was to lock that thing off because we couldn't let them get in there anymore. The one in the game yeah, house. Yeah, yeah the, the one in the game house. Right yeah, in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, then you boys, I love this thing because you guys figured it out. You didn't need the gumball machine anymore because you found behind in the van room, you, they, we had these doors that if you click on them, the you could open them up uh, and it had the full box of gumballs. Uh, <laughs> so it was like, a, you know, like a cybersecurity 
you know, you're creating the the wall to stop the hacker, and then the hacker finds another way in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it all came down to it, you just go to the store and buy some gumballs, right? Well, they weren't old enough to get to the store. No, it, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure yeah, they could have sent ha- someone. To yeah, get. they could have. But you guys are being boys, and you were having fun. Uh, I would, I would feel bad though. Is I would like, okay, the offices would call down. Hey, Brian, the boys did this. You need to send housekeeping out there. They need to clean up. But then they would call their mom, Kimberly. Oh boy. And then I would be in the pantry, and one of the butlers would go, "Hey, Brian, Kimberly's on the phone. She needs to talk to you." And I'm like. Hey, ma'am, how are you doing? I mean, to this day, I still call Kimberly ma'am. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, just call me Kim. I'm like, nope, it's ma'am. You know what I mean? It's just it's <laughs> yeah. what I, you know, it's out of respect. You know, I love Kimberly. And, you know, so she's like, I heard the boys what they did. You know what you need to do. And I would just cringe on the inside. I'd go, oh, I hate this. And oh, I'm like, yeah. all right, come here. Marston, uh, let's talk to your mom. You gotta go stand in that corner and wait for her she's on her way do you remember that vaguely yeah <laughs> he's blocked it from his memory i know but I, I, was block like it the, too. I was like the bad guy i hated that oh, man oh. it was it, i didn't know that you hated it um well because uh, i felt bad i don't want to be the reprimand guy, guy. <laughs> you were the timeout initiator right? It was in Guy's office. You're, you're in Guy's office. Right, right. We were in the house office. But I would get a call from your mom. And then I remember she was like, I'm on, I'm on my way. It would either be tell them to go to this room and wait for me. And then I do remember a couple times, go tell them to stand in the corner. Uh, One ugh. time, like there was stuff that we weren't even, it didn't even make sense what we were doing. Like we had shaving cream. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> lather on the walls of of the sauna like i'm trying to think of how that's even possible what was what were we i think we were doing shaving cream fights yeah and then we had the audacity to like leave the place like a freaking mess and then then brian gets his like camera crew over and they take polaroid photos of it and send it to my mom and she's like look look at what you did It was all fun and games, man. But again, um, you know, now, now, you know what they say, when you become the dad, you become the parent. Yeah. Now everything you did as a kid now comes back at you. Yeah, look out. Karma, karma. We'll see. This ought to be interesting. (laughs) Now I can imagine you have multiple stories. Of course, I'm the big bad guy that had to like (laughs) point out when things when you were younger. Um, But, uh, you know, Victoria, you got some fun stories, right? You too. Oh, yeah. Well, the boy. Oh, yeah. You guys were always getting in trouble. I mean, I think there was one time where my ex-husband took one of you off property in his Ferrari and it was a bad night. It wasn't you, I don't think, maybe. It was definitely me. (laughs) (laughs) I I love how Victoria said that so hopeful. And and here we are. Okay. So. It was one of the highlights of one of the highlights at the mansion. Aww. Yeah, you, you left for the property. Sure. I don't know what he was thinking. Because when he came back, he was, oh, we just went for, I was like, what? Oh, my, we're never coming back. Like, we're, this is it. <laughs> and I tell us what happened. Did you get in trouble? Because I didn't so, get in trouble, but. No, nobody got in trouble it, from me. I was obsessed with Ferraris. Yeah. And like, I wanted an Enzo Ferrari so bad. And I thought it was so cool that John and you had a Ferrari. Yeah. And so I was like looking at it and, you know, I was like, what the, I was like obsessed with it. I don't know how, but somehow I figured out it was John, your ex-husband who had the Ferrari. And I was like just gushing with him 
over it with uh, with my friend. It was that. like a Spider 360 yep. or something. It was like a Spider, just a gorgeous car, gorgeous, gorgeous. And he said, "You want to ride in it?" And I was like, "Yeah, and <laughs> like, of course." Yeah, and so me and my friend Dean and uh, John, we drive out of the property like no problem. And John plays on full blast Bon Jovi, It's My Life. <laughs> it's Amazing. my life. Nice. And it's now or never. Wait, and it's a convertible. That's and a we're, yeah, we're just driving so fast oh my to God. Bon Jovi and the Ferrari. It's like, this is the life, man. Like, I want this. Whatever this feeling is, is like, I want it. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. That's his, he really downplayed it because I think he got really scared because I think yeah. Mary had was like, you need to come with me kind of a thing. And I was like, what's yeah. going on? What's He's like, I'll tell you later. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny that he did that. I wonder how he got out of the mansion grounds. I think he was very thrilled that he could even impress Hugh Hefner's children on any level. So I think it was a, such a high for him, a story for him to tell that he got you guys That's off the nice. property in the car. But yeah, I can't believe we were still allowed up there after that. <laughs> it was definitely a high for me as well. So if you're That's listening, so John. Yeah. Uh, Jen, do you have any debauchery stories that you caused from Orston? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I was up there 2008, 2009, 2010. So I only had a small little snippet. I do remember, though, you had gotten like a a puppy that was like part wolf or something. Yeah. That was the that was coolest thing yeah. ever that I've ever seen. And what you happened just with let him? us like hold it outside. And I'm like, this is like, so weird. Like... So it was crazy. wild. I had to give him up. I was not ready to have a have a dog, and so a wolf. Mom, a wolf. A wolf. I mean, yeah, I yeah. Like... I mean, it was really a, a the wolf was the problem, a, a part of it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got a great home for the record. But yeah, oh, I good. mean, good. I wasn't. Re- I thought. I thought a wolf was going to be like cool to have, and then it it was like a wolf. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think it through. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I remember Easter too, but I don't want to go too far into that. Oh, come on. Well, a, this is Easter a safe wild, space. Huh? Remember, okay. I was winning every year in a row for like seven years. I don't oh know. Yes. yes, I won the Easter egg hunt. I had a system, <laughs> and then there was cheating going on, and I was so mad. I think I tattled on you to Mary. I was like, he the "Boys shocked. are cheating, and it's like cramping my winning streak." So, um, <laughs> how'd you do it? Yeah, have their own egg hunt okay. like after yeah. the party was over. Yeah, tell us the scoop. Okay, first of all, we got in trouble for that. So, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but was, was it like before us? Was it like a legitimate playing field? Because when we joined, we kind of felt like it was the Wild West sort of thing. Like, no, it was Wild West because like, you guys were allowed yeah. on the property where the eggs were, and the guests were told, "No, you can't go past this point." And you guys would have your glad bags and be like. <laughs> right and you'd already be like have a way head start um i i mean probably you you remember i might have blocked that out it wouldn't surprise me maybe it was cooper maybe it was cooper and his friends i'm just like loving the fact that a full-blown adult was having a hard time that a child was (laughs) cheating at an egg hunt well at his father's house father's house house, yeah your kid's cheating i'm not i know i and in fact i won so many years in a row like one of the last years hef was like you know they announce like the winner and like hef would give me the gift and whatever and on one of the like the seventh year in a row he goes 
really, Victoria? And I was like, okay. So, like, the next year I threw the egg hunt. <laughs> but they were good gifts, they right? They were great they were like, gifts. Oh, yeah. Was like, was like, you, you threw the egg hunt? Yes. Like, like, a, like yes. you took a dive? Well, I didn't <laughs> win. Let's just put it that way. I didn't win after that. I, you know, the, but my the, daughter was winning in her category after she was born. I'd like to make a, a, a note to that, that we ended your streak, and then we had, like, a five-year Oh, totally. Six years three. Oh, totally. oh yeah. So totally. we were like yeah. the new. We were the new era where I guess just no holds barred because when we entered the scene, it was like free for all. Like it, it wasn't just us. I don't know if we started it. Maybe we were, but there were other kids there yeah. who brought their friends, and they were doing the the egg gathering, bringing the eggs together as well. They were probably parents putting their eggs together with oh, their kids. Well, oh, yeah, no, a lot of parents yeah. were cheating. Yeah, a lot of yeah. parents were cheating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, so when we, during our era, during the second era, I'll call it, it was like the Wild West, and, and we were the reigning champions of that of that era. Yeah, it was, Easter was a, a really good time, I, I have to say. I just feel like on Easter, that's such a, <laughs> not a holiday, not a holiday, <laughs> cheating it's on a an Easter egg hunt. Like, I just feel but like. But the gifts were awesome. The gifts I, well, were awesome. That's the only holiday I never worked at the Playboy Mansion. Really? really? Yeah. Oh, it was and the best. Oh, that was I've never one of my been favorite. there for my Easter. Oh. It was it, ever. Well, That's apparently one of my epic. favorites. Uh, petting zoo. Yes. Yeah, petting uh, zoo. Always bright and shining. Yep. Yeah. It was uh fun it was just family yeah, colorful fun. colorful family. balloons umbrellas popcorn, popcorn machines like, hot yeah. dog machines I, I'm, I'm the sorry, eggs no. were, were custom, yes the easter bunny the eggs that that you would find on the easter egg hunt were custom painted yes. and, and some of them had playboy bunnies on them which were super rare and then i would keep those for for collecting purposes Aww. what were you gonna say scott I had never been there for Easter as well, but Andrew and I are like, this This sounds like a battle royale blood fest. Oh, it was. Oh, it no, was, it, was, oh. it was. Well, okay, let me serious. talk about the, the, the gifts, all right? Yeah. So the budget was huge. Mickey Pearson first used to buy all the gifts. Then after a while, he was like, yeah, I need some help. So I would help him. Hey, what are the hip things for the kids, right? One time we went through like these skateboards and I found like this guy that had like all these cool custom skateboards down in Huntington Beach and with the cool paintings. And then Mickey had left. I got to take it over. And it was like, what are the cool things? So, I mean, people were getting iPods. Remember iPods yeah, was a big thing? You're getting ever. the top of the line freaking yep. gifts. Like iPads, we're talking a bunch of hundreds. Even like like PlayStation. Yes. PlayStation. Yes. yes! Wow. Do you remember? Do you remember the year that you bought that? It was like a pink bike that you sit on, and the the pedals are in front. Oh yeah. 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 And and so Treese was I I think she was like seven years old, and Shana Mokler was married oh, to Travis Barker. Travis Barker. Yeah. I remember. And this. they oh. brought their daughter Alabama. I have pictures. My daughter has pictures with her. There was a little shenanigans going on, and she won the Easter egg hunt. And my daughter Treese was so upset because <laughs> she's like, she's they, nothing like her mother. Well, they cheated. <laughs> and, and, and we, and, yeah, and she wanted that bike, so I had to go to Toys R Us and buy her the bike. It was like two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, bike. yeah, probably more. It I'm telling you, our budgets are insane. Just like, oh my god, yes. Yeah. So we took all a picture. I have a picture with Treese and her friends, and Alabama's on the bike, and she's got like braids, and she's wearing like she's only like eight years old, and she's on the bike posing like. It was a thing. And so Shana and I kind of had a thing together where we're like this every Easter, like <laughs> oh in competition. So, so Easter, the claws come out. The cl claws, yeah, beyond. <laughs> no wonder I wasn't allowed to go. It yeah. it's, he's right. It sounds it like a bloodbath. Like well, Marcin, if, if you have yeah. a little bit more time. So Marcin, do you have a little bit more time? Because I, I we got to go to a break. 
We are here with Marston Hefner. You're listening to Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. Hi, I'm Victoria Fuller, entrepreneur, artist, and of course forever, Miss January 1996. My bunny sisters and I have joined forces, or should I say, have gone rogue, to revamp the heydays while exploring the future. Yes, I'm talking about the metaverse. So come join me and our sorority of the sexiest ladies on the planet. I promise you won't be disappointed. To join the party, find us at roguebunnies.com. That's R-O-G-U-E-B-U-N-N-I-E-S. Roguebunnies.com. You want a scorching hot NFT? Roguebunnies.com. Welcome to the metaverse. We're back, Rogue Bunnies Mayhem. <laughs> we're talking with Martin after. Oh, okay, we're bringing up a lot of stories. This is yeah. cool. You want to talk about mayhem? Mayhem was happening at the Playboy Mansion. They created the and and Martin, you you and your brother, you know, you lived with your mom right next door. I mean, there was literally a gate between the wall between the two properties. And you guys would have come over. We always knew when he came over. Could remember it had the bell that was hanging on the gate. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> We'd hear the bell and we're like, oh, the boys are coming over. Aww, you know, adorable. but I, I'll never forget this. Do you remember when we'd have the parties? I don't know. Again, you know, ages go in my head. I can't remember, but we'd have, I remember some party and you and your brother and a bunch of your friends, I think you were either punking or, or doing something with the guests. Do you recall this? Yeah, there were parties and we weren't allowed over there because we were too young. Yep. And they would lock the door between my mom and my dad's house because they didn't want us over there. I don't know how. I think we climbed. We we figured out how. Yeah. So we, <laughs> of course you did. We'd climb on top of the doorknob and then like hike our ourselves over the wall. Um, and we'd be dressed up in all black, like as if we were, uh, like you know, ninja? spec ops. And, uh, and we'd have our airsoft guns. We'd go around the perimeter because the party was, you know, at the center of, in the front yard and in the backyard. And so we'd go all the way around. You guys know from the tennis courts to the game house, you know, all the way around. <laughs> through the so woods. People, through the woods. <laughs> With the yeah, sound exactly. meter back there. <laughs> we'd, we'd, we'd get a perch where the golf course is. Yes. Behind the koi and, pond. Um, yep. Yeah, right behind the koi pond. And, and we'd be there and then we'd just... <laughs> and, and and there were people who they, they were like stop <laughs> like it was did, did a mosquito like, get oh, me what was, was that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a dragonfly i'm sure so, so they, yeah. they'd so, be so, smacking their faces <laughs> like like what was their, that their, their, what was that they'd be touching their their they hats have the weird poke bruises the next day and not know where <laughs> was it was it from? nerf nerf gun or what uh, was airsoft it? yeah yeah like, airsoft they're like little pla- pellets they're plastic uh, bbs oh okay so they, you wouldn't see them like, it's not like you, it's not like a nerf gun where you'd have this big long thing like right. laying next to them it's probably something no. they wouldn't even and they see. wouldn't see oh my god yes that's amazing. The best, he said. What <laughs> <laughs> life. So looking at this from the viewpoint of like Playboy security, right? They have nightmare. They have legit threats out there, stalkers. <laughs> and, else. and then I got to I got to deal with the kids uh, lurking in the bushes with of like <laughs> things like hitting me out of nowhere. I have to I have to ask, was it as magical for you to be on those grounds as it was for so many other people? I mean, at the time we were like, this is this is pretty badass that we have access to these six magical acres to kind of enjoy it just being kids and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. My childhood felt like like I was in a magical place rather than like a real home. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it was so much for other people. I just 
you know, growing up there, maybe you were just like, this is all we know. So this is like how cool it is. But yeah, you guys were. It was that, but it, it, it felt like, I mean, going through the forest, it's like as a kid, when you go through that forest, yeah. it's not like a, it's not like a home. It's like you're in a magical Yeah, definitely. World, yeah. You know? you, imagination yeah. probably can run wild. And I'm sure you were very popular, yeah. your friends wanting to hang out with you at your house, more fun at your house than their house, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Check out my private Redwood Grove, guys. <laughs> well, you know what I always thought was so cool is that you and your brother were so inventive. You guys literally took those grounds and made them into these ultimate playlands. You would make these yeah. games up, you know, anywhere from 10 to 20 kids, and you'd have everyone over, and you'd have these games and these rules, and you'd be playing all over the grounds, or or you'd bring out video recorders and start making movies. That's pretty awesome. That's amazing. You guys were always so sweet, too. You guys could have been really total shitheads, and you guys were always so sweet to everybody and so yeah. kind and very – you were guys were really nice kids always. We always said that. God, they're so nice. They're so That's, sweet. You say hi to everybody. Yeah. And like, I remember that, too, just from being up there. You know, we would all be in the dining room just hanging out, and you and Cooper would just come down and hang out with us, and we would just be eating mm -hmm. and talking and – what's new and what's going on and it was always just it always just felt very like we were part of your family and that was just so cool for all of us yeah i know we always awesome. like appreciate you know how awesome you guys were always with us because that that was a special yeah. bonding you know the and feelings mutual because when i would go over to to the butler's pantry and you know people were nice to me it was if it, it always felt really good yeah, because that must have been weird. Like, how was that for you to just constantly have new people coming through where you're living? It's, you know, you're living there, but then there's always someone new sitting in the dining room. And it's, if you walk in. They were usually really nice, like the Playmates. And the yeah. Playmates were, were pretty cool. Um, and then they, they were interesting because they always had something that they wanted to do with their life. They wanted to be a veterinarian or they wanted to, you know, <laughs> so get to know them was cool. Yeah. And then Victoria, like, I don't know, it, it was just, it felt like a family, you know, like whenever I saw you and John up there, it, it was always, I think you guys are appreciative that I was so genuine because it's like, it was enjoyable to see you guys and to be a part of that. And yeah, it meant a lot like Christmases. Yeah. Oh, I, Every Christmas. I loved Christmases with you guys. The best. Yeah. Dude, do you it remember was... Santa? Christmas was so special. Santa yeah. would go up and and Mickey, this guy who would work at the mansion, he like did the whole thing. Like there were candy canes drive up the driveway. Oh, that all yeah, of, all until New Year's, yeah. you guys left them up. Yeah, then the tree was huge. It would go up to like the twenty feet, and there would be a train track running around it. And, yep. Man, I love Christmas so much at the mansion. It was. I used to always love when Santa would show up, you know, because we had to let him in through the uh, through the library because we had that back yeah. door, you know, that was at the at the front, so we could sneak him in. And then we had the chair; it was your your pops, you know, big chair that we'd set up in the great hall, and it was so cool seeing all you kids. And then Aww. we'd start ringing the bells, and next thing you know, Santa come out, oh and you'd all be getting. And it was that was Christmas Eve, and it'd be Christmas Eve, and then you get all your gifts, and then everyone would get their gifts there. And I just thought that was so cool. As a kid, it was really cool. It wasn't taken for granted, you know. It was like it, we got to see Santa. It was awesome. And what about freaking 4th of July? The fireworks show. My favorite holiday yeah. at the Playboy Mansion is definitely now, now 4th of I July. Now, I want to know if the boys were the reason that the baby oil had to be taken away from the slip and slides. Because I feel like that's <laughs> I feel like the baby oil would be like something they would have done. 
<laughs> it was. Yeah, we got Because <laughs> for like weeks before 4th of July in the tanning beds, the baby oil was gone. Like uh, there was no baby oil for yeah, the tanning beds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the, the slip and slide was up and there was, but it wasn't lubricated or something. And so we would take baby oil. <laughs> I knew it with you guys deep down. Oh my God. Mar- Marston, can you explain <laughs> what you mean when you say slip and slide though? I mean, yeah, yeah. Slip and slide that's a good the- point. So there's this hill, like this giant hill um, at my dad's house. If you guys can describe it better. Yeah, the sloping it. hill. It's it had about it tier, two or three tiers that went down. Yeah. yeah. And they down put a slip the and slide down this giant steep hill, which was crazy. It was for 4th of July, but obviously us kids at 11 p.m., you know, wanted to do the slip and slide and, and get crazy. So I think we would put baby oil on on us and then we just <laughs> zip down it. <laughs> and so that's why there was but no the baby pro- oil. The problem was then the girls would go down it in their bikinis and then they, they would like literally like. Oh, yeah. They'd go flying. Launch. Because they would be testing the slip and slide the night before and having a blast. And now the whole thing's all oiled up. But the, yeah. the sloping hill went down to the driveway up. So well, that's so why we had the front gate. Well, that's why we had to make a pool. Yeah. Eventually it had right. that, that big inflatable pool at the like, end. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> wind up on Charing Cross Drive. Yeah. On the back nine of the Wilshire Country Club. by the talking rock going, hi, I was on the slip and slide. Can I come back in now? Marston, we're going to take one last break. We're going to come back because we want to talk about what you're up to now. We're going to be right back. We are here with Marcin Hefner on Rogue Bunny's Mayhem. Hi, I'm Victoria Fuller, Miss January 1996. My bunny sisters and I have joined forces, or should I say, have gone rogue, to revamp the heydays while foraging forward into the future. Yes, I'm talking about the metaverse. So come join me and our sorority of the sexiest ladies on the planet. I promise you won't be disappointed. To join the party, find us at roguebunnies.com. That's R-O-G-U-E-B-U-N-N-I-E-S.com. Get in the game. Build your collection. Go to roguebunnies.com. You'll find us there. Welcome to the metaverse. We're back. We're having so much fun talking about past, the memories. I mean, I feel so honored and blessed, Marston, to have gotten to watch you grow up and to such an amazing man. I mean, I'm so proud of you. I really am. I am so proud of you, the man that you've become. You've always been very gracious, and you're and you're very professional in what you want to do with your life. I, I got to go to your book signing. That was cool. Congratulations again. You did it at uh, Books, was it Book Soup? Book Soup, yeah. Book Soup, book yeah. Soup. yeah. Book yeah. Sunset. Sunset. And uh, I have it. it it's th- that book sits right there with the short stories, right there on my coffee table in my living room. I just, wow. I just look at that and I go, "Do you, how are you working on anymore?" Yeah, I am. I'm working on. I it's I'm so embarrassed to talk about writing, but I'll do my best. So I, I've been a writer for like 12 years now. I basically like take weed every now and then to kind of like direct me on on reigniting my passion or finding my purpose or where I've gone lost because I'll do something that works and I'm really enjoying it. And then the machine part of me doing it over and over again, kind of like my dad uh, was, I kind of lose the passion. So, so I took some weed to kind of figure out how to get back to it. And and, we all uh, do it. It's fine. (laughs) And so it was just like, get rid of the idea that I'm a writer and get rid of the idea that there are like, these hours that I have to do writing. So like kind of like these 
these narrowing, open it up a little bit. I've been creating a world rather than writing a novel. And so I've been learning how to draw. I've been doing JavaScript and HTML coding wow. stuff. Oh my um, gosh. And, and writing. <laughs> so the idea is that like, I love comics. And so the idea is that there, there will be a comic on the webpage, but you can interact with it. So like, it's not like a comic that you read through linearly, but you can choose like, okay, this is happening and I want to go through that door. So it'll be like a world. I think of it as like interactive fiction. I love and it. It, sound, it sounds awesome. a lot like something we've been talking about doing. I know. We're going to talk after the show. Have you have you been following okay. what the girls are doing with the rogue bunnies? No, no. Ah, oh, you guys have God. to have a conversation. Yeah. You, you would be, it's a, totally uh, what you're talking yeah. about. Well, I want to talk about what he's doing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. We it's know what we're it's doing. very fitting with what we've discussed, like moving our project into doing. So that's yeah. it's cool, oh, cool that you're learning how to do that too. Yeah, that's so pretty awesome. Maybe we can cross yeah, paths at some point. So, so we've been Absolutely. seeing you in the news a lot. Yeah, you've been you've been hitting the headlines. So, uh, yeah. tell us what you're doing now. I joined OnlyFans as well. Because I like money, and I also. Like <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. I heard it's to uh, support your Pokemon um, collection. Yeah, and Forest's uh, trust fund, and my wife's uh, living, uh, or <laughs> you, you know, enjoy, you enjoyment do, you know? of enjoyment of furniture. Um, <laughs> what about and, fashion? And, and for investment purposes, but honestly, most of it is going towards towards Pokemon. Um, and, uh, <laughs> that's a big allocation i just love it I yeah just love it. so are you creating like are you creating content on a weekly basis and are you are your subscribers are they interacting with you they're in touch with you you're able to kind of have an audience and connect with them yeah i'm doing great and and i talk to each and every one of the people you know it's really me it's not like a someone in india or something Honestly, I've been doing this art thing and doing this social media, trying to get people to read my art thing for like nine years now, maybe. And nobody really gave a, a poop until this OnlyFans thing blew up. So it's really refreshing to see something connect and to have people now interested in my art and and what I'm up to. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. And like he's a top creator on OnlyFans. It's not like he's on OnlyFans. You're in the top what seventy point one? Top point top point seventy-six percent. So wow. 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 Top three quarters of a percent of creators on but the But that's platform. great because you're tapping into a whole new thing of people who are interested in you, you know, obviously. But now you yeah. can expose them to the stuff that you really want to expose them to, which is all the other things that you've been trying to build up. So I think that's a really smart way. So how do we yeah. find you? How do people find you on there? I think you just type in Marston Hefner on OnlyFans and you can you can find me there. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's spell Marston's name for our listeners. Yeah, that's M-A-R-S-T-O-N. And then, of course, Hefner, H-E-F-N-E-R. Okay. Wow. Okay, is there a specialty content that you do for OnlyFans? Well, uh, Andy and I, because Andy, you know, it's wild because Andy and I were like, he's part of the family. So we grew up together talking about history and stuff at, at the dining room table. And now he's helping me out with, with the business side of this stuff. And we're doing a dick mold. Like we're like molding, <laughs> like, make, like making my penis into a dildo. I mean, and, um, 
It's and, not uh, far people... off from what you grew up in, though. I mean, it's not like you're just you've branched <laughs> off into some weird branch business. This is like a girl no, next right. door episode, yeah, yeah. like making yeah. a mold yeah. or something, I'm, you know. I'm, so I need a little clarification. When you say we're, yeah, <laughs> we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's to be molding? clear, who's doing the <laughs> Who's setting the mold? Yeah, who's setting the mold? I have not debuted on OnlyFans yet, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> will we see this in chocolate? Wow! And, ooh, chocolate! <laughs> <laughs> Edibles, you know. Candles. You know, this is kind of funny. I'm doing a flashback. Marcin, do you remember your birthday where we set up and you did these uh, wax molds of your hands and made them into candles? Yep. And yeah. now I'm thinking about that. This is crazy. It's destiny. like, re yeah, destiny. Like all of a sudden you're doing this now. That might hurt. I'm but sorry, yeah. dude. I'm sorry for all the nonsense. I <laughs> you know, we took those wax hands and we just threw them on the ground and we threw them at each other. We were just <laughs> barbarians. I mean, you, you grew up next, like, with there were monkeys in the backyard and all kinds yeah. of animals. Oh, so I'm sure, fun, like, you man. know, you guys were just having fun. You could do whatever you we wanted. Were. I African could tell you on behalf yeah. of myself, I mean, the butler staff, you know, kitchen staff, we love you kids. And, you know, even all your antics, we were all laughing with you guys. We always oh, thought it was funny. You know, we we're like going, man, I would do that. If I have the capability <laughs> I mean, to do it, I totally would have done that. You know, so, <laughs> I mean, you know, and so I, I look, I think it's cool, but I'm, again, you know, we're always there for you and we love you, man. And I'm just so stoked that you're willing to come yeah. on with us. And yeah. we'd yes, love we're to. I'm so uh, thrilled you came on this podcast. I don't know if you, if you, if you're. You. Um, you know, your family, that's what's most important to me. You know, that's not I love you, kid. I love you, man. Thank that's you. I love you too. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up again. Uh, Marston, how does everybody follow you? Would you like your social media? Yeah, do you have Twitter websites? How do we Insta? find you? I think it's just Marston Hefner on Instagram and uh, Marston Hefner on OnlyFans. And yeah, go perfect. For it. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Okay. Marston, thank you so much. I'm Brian Olea. I'm Victoria Fuller. Jennifer Pershing. Andrew Schwab. Scott Ramsey. Marston, we love you, man. And the, the mayhem, mayhem continues. continues. Yay! Yay. Hey, Mayhem Familia, don't forget to click, like, and subscribe. And tell all your friends. Also, visit us at rbmayhemshow.com. That's rbmayhem, mayhem spelled M-A-Y-H-E-M, show.com. And I want to give a special thanks to Dapper Labs, Flow, Gig Labs, and also Flow Score. And the Mayhem Continues! <laughs>